and we back y'all we back we back it's been a struggle i am so sorry that i am doing this now um i've spent the last week the last week trying to fix my damn uh laptop old faithful old faithful is what i do the editing and all of that stuff on and old faithful was she was not being old faithful so it took me a week i recorded the episode on monday right let me give you a little flashback of my week before we start i recorded the full episode on monday right we were going to hershey park we left for monday we left monday i took all my equipment um so that i can you know do what i need to do get down there computer is not working it's not doing anything. I'm trying. I'm trying. I had to end up wiping everything off, trying to update this. That didn't work. Had to go back. I'm like, it's just it's too much anxiety attack after anxiety attack. I wanted to throw the freaking laptop. I was so upset. So I'm here now. And the fact that I sat down, I pressed record. I said, testing, testing, testing. And the fucking mic was acting weird. It's probably the cord or something. But luckily, I have extra mics everywhere. So I was like, we're not going to stop. We're full steam. I'm totally committed to making sure that y'all get this content, okay? Um, I'm going to completely re-record the podcast that I you know, did Monday. So we're going to touch base on those topics again. And in a different energy because um, not for nothing, I was so drained. Um, my energy wasn't right. I actually recorded that twice that day. And the one that I was going with was just like a better version of bad. And, um, so yeah, I'm happy to come back here and let's try this shit again because, um, y'all deserve better than that. And I'm so sorry that I didn't have anything to give y'all this week. Well, I had something to give you, but I couldn't give it to you because, you know, the universe was just not working with me. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to spend too much time on my updates. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to uh, to Mapso Legends. Last weekend, they had their annual Mapso basketball tournament, Mapso Legends basketball tournament. It was amazing. It was a great turnout. And I really just want to say shout out to Keith. She really, she puts on so hard for Maplewood and South Orange and then you know, all of the people, all of, you know, their little crew and well, I'm pretty sure they're part of many friend groups, but it's just beautiful to see how they all come together and support. And, you know, they showed up and showed out. Like at one point they had, um, some performances and some of the performances were good. Some of the performances you can tell need some artist development. And it might be time for me to come out of retirement for that one, because, Somebody got to tell y'all that y'all not looking good on these stages. And, um, yeah. Anyways. Um, so yeah, at one point Jones has started rapping and when he started rapping, he got on stage or whatever. And this is how people show up and show out. He started rapping. Blake with his little beard just starts, you know, vibing over, taking his little two steps over, hey, doing his little bop. Mm, mm, yeah, this my shit. He rapping, you know what I mean? Doing his little rapper hands in the crowd. Well, he was the crowd at that point. It was almost like a dadado. I don't know if y'all have that where y'all from, but where I'm from, like back in the day, we'd be like dadado, and then like everybody show up. So it was almost like a dadado. Everybody showed up. As soon as Blake hit that little audience area, 
I looked down, I looked back up, all of the homies was just out there. And it wasn't just like a let me go over here and stand so that, you know what I mean, they don't look like they're out. No, these motherfuckers was in the audience rapping the song, proud, you know what I mean, throwing up their little handshakes or whatever it is that they do. Like they were they were feeling it and it was a beautiful fucking sight to see how people just pull up and support. So shout out to them for that event. Shout out to Jones for the performance. Shout out everybody who played. Shout out the Vauxhall boys because they they definitely, they didn't win it all, but they definitely did issue a severe ass whooping. And shout out to my homeboy, Frank, because you was on a team that received that ass whooping and you was, you was, you was really going on for this year. Wasn't your year, buddy. Saw you next year though. Got faith. All right. Um, let's see. Recap of Hershey Park. Hershey Park was cool. Um, one thing that I noticed at Hershey Park that really pissed me off was like way, way deep, 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 deep in the depths of the park. I was seeing old people and like old people with like their canes and you know what I mean? Their little walkers. And then I was thinking to myself, okay, this park, I think it's like 110 acres. Why are you, why are you doing this to them old people? Why are you pushing them like that? Well, like, I mean... This is just my thought process. How much fun can you have on either side? How much fun can you have? You have to be worried. You as the, you know, the parent or the adult or whatever, or the child of the old person, you got to be worried about keeping them hydrated, making sure their bones and and joints stay lubricated, making sure they don't overwork themselves, right? As y'all trek through this long ass park. And a lot of the stuff that I was seeing, it was like, the grandparents and then it'd be like um the 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 daughter or whatever and then they'd have like a little kid with them bro i'm all for experiences and memories and shit but if you want your old parents to be there for these memories stop being cheap and invest in the fucking wheelchair so that they can roll around the park with some dignity okay you out here amanda got your old ass mama and your old ass daddy with his little son hat you know the hats that got the little hook at the bottom to stay under your chin? Motherfucker out there with that. He got on a long sleeve shirt, some spearies, some some khakis. It's hot as hell outside. You know what I'm saying? And he just taking the smallest of baby steps as this fucking crowd is trampling by coming out of the water park area. Amanda, go get your father a wheelchair. Stop treating him like this. Stop treating him like this. I don't know if he was bad to you when you was growing up, but stop treating him like this. I was so mad seeing all of them old people without wheelchairs and stuff. And then, not to be in nobody's business, but it was a lot of young people, lazy asses, with the fucking wheelchairs. Why you got a wheelchair, sis? No, first of all, why are you wearing a wheelchair in athletic attire? I'm confused. Why let's say you wearing a wheelchair? Why are you riding a wheelchair and wearing athletic attire? You over here with a whole ass Lululemon sports bra. Is that what it's called? Lululemon? Cocoa Melon? I don't know. Whatever. You over here, one of them little sports bras that y'all, you know, the white girls be wearing with the yoga pants and whatnot. And you sitting in the wheelchair with the little scooter. Like you sitting in the little scooter chair. What is you doing? You're not appropriate. You're not appropriately dressed for the adventure that you're going to have today. If you knew you was going to be sitting in that chair, you should have just went ahead and wore regular clothes. Why is you trying to look like you are something that you're not? It just doesn't make sense. I'm going to wear a sports bra. I'm going to put on, you know, my, um, 
I'm going to put on my dry fit clothing, my, my leggings with the pocket attached to it. You know what I mean? The hidden pocket for my phone. And I'm going to march my ass over there and request a fucking scooter. Bitch, what? Get off the scooter so that Amanda's mom can get that motherfucker. Okay. Cause she needs it more than you do. All right. So that was my Hershey Park rant. Now let's jump right on into this. All right. First thing I have a whole list, but again, I did this twice. So we'll probably get through this a little faster than usual. Um, I said that last time and we, and, and it was an hour and a half podcast, but whatever. Um, so the first thing, um, we're going to check back in with the shy. Has there been an episode since I recorded? No, I think that was it. No. No, because it doesn't come back to the 26th. All right. So the last episode, the last episode, um, we, it's not a whole recap. Remember, we're just talking about Keisha and her shit. I mean, no, not Keisha. We like Keisha. We're just talking about Tiffany and her shit. Okay. So Tiffany does show up to Emmett's house, but before we even get there, Keisha hits her up. Yo, what's up? You know, I got this hotel, blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right, bet. Um, first she's like, no, I'm enjoying my, my, my time. I'm enjoying my Valentine's day. And she races it. She's like, nah, fine. I'm gonna meet up so that we could talk. She meets up. She wasn't ready to have no conversation with Keisha. She was not ready to have a conversation with you. She just, she was still mad and that's fair. She was still feeling hurt. That's fair. But she was not ready to sit down and have that conversation. And at that point she shouldn't have went because she didn't hear anything that made her feel better. But what she did hear was that Keisha is willing to give Emmett that chance and willing to see if he's changed and willing to, you know, be open to trying to give him that space to continue to change and grow. And Tiff didn't like that. Tiff didn't like that at all. That doesn't go, that doesn't align with her feelings and her thoughts of how the situation should go. So what does she do? All right, I got to go. She dips. Now, at some point, she stops at somewhere and she puts on a whole fit, okay? Because she ain't had them damn red hooker boots when she was over there talking to Keisha. She did not have them hooker boots on. So she goes, um, puts on her whole fit, puts on the hoodie, mm-hmm, the oversized hoodie, mm-hmm. And then she, uh-huh, bitch, I knew you would be back. Mm-hmm. Just like I said, I was trying to give your whole ass the benefit of the doubt, but apparently I can't do that. So she's all in it. So he like, all right, so he let her in and she then proceeds to try to make her little attempts. So she sits down. Oh, you, um, you can't sit next to me. I need to talk to you. You can sit down. He sits down, but he's at, he's like, kind of like, um, you know, I'm not sure about this because I know how you are. So, but he sits down anyway and she starts putting on a pressure trying to get this man to break. And guess what? He doesn't. He does it. And he says, listen, I love you. I'm always going to love you, the mother of my son. But I don't have those feelings for you. Boom, bitch. Boom. Boom. You didn't want him. You did not want him. You understand what I'm saying? You said, I don't want to be married to you no more. And when you say things like that, when you break up with people like that, sometimes... They do this crazy ass thing, right? It's so fucking crazy. They move the fuck on. Bitch, what? I know, right? So he tells her, like, I don't want you no more. 
And she looking at him. She's like, you don't want me for real, babe? She probably didn't say that, but that's what, how I remember it happening. And the last thing I remember from that part is when she looks at him and she's like, so you mean you could be loyal to Keisha, but you couldn't be loyal to me? Listen, ladies, listen, I know that line might've resonated a lot with y'all. And this ain't even in my notes. This is, we about to take this off on a little tangent here. I know that line might've resonated with you. And I've been there before too, where it's like, dang, like how you giving this bitch everything that I wanted from you. But this is where this little, this little expression comes in. Sometimes your only job for that man is to make him better for the next woman. I hate, I hate to have to break that to you. I hate to have to break that to you. That's why a lot of the times I be telling my exes like, Hey, yo, not for nothing. Tell your girlfriend that I said, you're welcome because everything that you're doing for her is stuff that I showed you that I wanted and you went and you did it for her. Does that hurt initially? Yes. It feels like a slap in the face. It annoys you. It, it disappoints you because why couldn't I get that from you? Why couldn't I have that piece of you? That's what I wanted. I was working for that. I was building you up for that. Why couldn't I have that? Because it wasn't meant for you. It wasn't meant for you. You did all of that work. You showed them what you wanted. You did all of that. But that wasn't, that wasn't for your story. That, that part wasn't your story. Your story in that aspect could have been teaching yourself how to do these things or teaching yourself how to build someone up just in case, you know, you might have to find you, you get with the next person and they may be everything you want, except for a little bit of building right here. Now, you know, okay, I can build you up a little bit right there. Not a lot though, ladies, not a lot. All right. Not a lot. Don't, 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 don't. That ain't no full-time job now. Building up a man ain't a full-time job. All right. Um, and women as well. But that might have been what your story was. You know what I mean? But a lot of the times that happens because men will learn from their mistakes when they are ready to learn from their mistakes. So they could be fucking up in your relationship, just constantly fucking up, fucking up, fucking up. And then get with somebody else. And now they have a chance to show that they can do better. And it, now, ooh, girl, mm. Come on now, somebody, because it's coming to me. It's coming to me. I'm having these revelations as I'm speaking, baby. Okay, so now it gets to the point where, you know, they have the space to try to grow outside of the box that we've placed them. And I have that in my notes. People outgrow boxes, but that I wasn't even referring to that side of it. I was referring to the other side of it. But in general, sometimes, especially in relationships, when we get accustomed to how things are or how things have been going. That's what we know. And we start to say, because this is what we know, this is all it's going to be, or this is all it's, it is. You know what I'm saying? And we don't give it space to be anything different. Now, I was saying, I think in one of the podcasts that I recorded and didn't use, when you set your boundaries and you're in a relationship, sometimes it's hard for other people or for the other person to respect those boundaries because they're so used to knowing you in one specific way. And it's like every day that you learn something new, you grow. You know what I mean? With knowledge comes growth. 
hopefully. And every day that you grow, you are changing. You are not the same person that you were before. So yesterday, you might have been able to say that to me. And then at the end of that day, I learned something new about myself and was like, yeah, I don't want nobody to say that to me. And then today, I'm telling you, that's not okay. No, you can't say that. And you're hitting me with, but I've been saying it, yeah, and it's been not okay. But today, today, I'm telling you, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to play out this way. And when people hold you in those boxes, you feel stifled. You feel, it's like a shitty ass feeling, to be honest, right? You feel like you're limited. You can't really like express yourself. You, you, limited is like, basically I've said it, you feel limited. Now, when you're in a relationship and you're, you're the one that's making these changes, you're going through these changes and your partner is not growing and changing with you. Then at times you're feeling like, bro, I don't feel like I'm being heard or respected or, you know, anything of that sort. How good would it feel to go ahead and move that situation out the way and go somewhere else where your new bound, where your boundaries that you've recently established and set are now able to be respected. Put it in terms of another way. I often say that, like parents, right? Like my mom and dad, they adore my daughter, right? And they love me and my sister, but nothing comes close to my daughter, right? Nothing comes close to their grandbaby. And it, I'm like, why is that? Why is that? And then I used to joke and say, because y'all know that y'all fucked up with us. So the grandbaby is your way to start fresh with someone who doesn't know all of the bad traits and, and, and all of the things that you did wrong as a parent. They don't know that part of you. So you get to show them a different side of you. You get to try again in a different manner. Now take that same, that same, you know, um, situation and apply it in relationship form. You're in a relationship this person only knows you this way and you've grown and you've changed from whatever you went through. Right. But they only see you this way. Right. They don't respect the bound, your new set of boundaries because you didn't have those boundaries before. So why should I, why should I respect them now? Right. Now you get them out the way, move out the way, watch out. And now you go and you're around new people, people who they're either open to allowing you to grow out of the box or they don't know that you were even in that box. So now you're just fully open and you can set these new boundaries and you can get the respect that you feel you deserve without having to actually fight for it. It's just given, you know what I'm saying? It's just given, it's just there. Hey, I don't like it when you use the F-A-G word. Okay, I won't use it then. Wait, what? That's it? It was, it, is, is that easy? Because... Over there, they were saying like, nah, I've been using it my whole life and, you know, I'm going to keep using it. And over here, you're just like, okay, fine. Yeah, bitch, that's how shit works. That is how shit works. Okay. So, um, kind of got off there a little bit, but let me bring that back and tie it back in. Um, she can't really be mad at him for being loyal or for wanting to be better in a new situation. You want him to be a dog to everybody else because you feel shorted. You feel like you gave all your time and he was a dog to you. Right. But that might've been the story. That might've been how the universe, well, obviously it was how the universe planned it for that moment because 
he had to learn something and you had to learn something, but it seems like he was able to take his lessons and learn from them, but you're still sitting there fighting to figure it out. Girl, stop holding on to it. Okay. Sometimes your job is just to make the man better for the next person, you know, and, and it's not to say like, okay, all of your work is going, no, because your work is your work. You are okay. You do X, Y, and Z for this person, right? You're showing them how to be better in all of these different aspects of life, right? And they can't be who you want them to be. But then they get with somebody else and all of the stuff that you taught them now they're implementing, right? Okay, you're a teacher. That Take that, take that from it, okay? Excuse me, I am good at showing people how to be better. You're a teacher. That's the lesson you take from it. You put it in your pocket and now you go find your tribe. You don't, you don't get hung up on the fact that this person couldn't love you the way that you wanted them to love you, but they can love somebody else. Okay. Listen, you taught them that you taught them that. And if you were able to teach someone how to properly love, then you should be able to go out there and get the love that you desire. You just got to know where to find it. Like you got to not necessarily know where to find it, but you know, you got to know how to identify it and also how to let go of the past so that you can appreciate it. Oh, look at that. We're touching a note, learning to appreciate new love after being let down in the past. Baby, it's not easy. It's not going to be easy, but you definitely will. You will lose the new person if you still were. Let me flashback, picture it. Nork. Vauxhall, Nork slash Vauxhall, because that's where it took place. Nork slash Vauxhall, the year 2007. Yeah, 2007. So I was in a relationship, right? And I was like, thought I was like super in love, right? Girlfriend. And uh, I could tell this story. And I'm gonna call you a bitch a couple of times. If you ever, if you listen, you know, it's nothing personal. You know, we good now. But let me tell you about this bitch. This bitch wanted to do all of the cheating. Like, and, and I can't even fault her all of, for all of it because I was like right there and just foolishly, you know, so, oh my God, I can't believe you're hurting me like this. Why would you keep doing this? Instead of just leaving, right? So then one day I happened to be at a cookout with my cousin, right? We had the cookout. We're having a good time. I'm doing the thing that I do the best, which is making everybody laugh, talking my shit. So there was these two boys that was sitting there. And one of them, I'm like, mm, he kind of cute. But I don't, I don't really be doing a push-up thing too much, especially back then, especially because I was like coming out of a bad relationship where I was, I think we were still kind of together, but like she just was like playing me out heavy. So anyways, um, long story less long, he ends up bagging me as we walking out and um, like, all right, bet. So we had this little cute thing that we used to do. Uh, every time we would link, be like, all right, where are we going to meet? Like, all right, we're going to meet at this place. And he'd be like, all right, how long before you there? Every time, baby, seven minutes. That was our thing, seven minutes. And he'd be like, I remember one day he was like, um, how, how come it take you seven minutes to get everywhere? I'm like, bruh, because it does. In my head, I'm like, bitch, I'll be speeding to come see you, but what you mean? Like, <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> I'll be fucking busting down this little red prelude to get to you, boy. You don't even, you better stop playing with me. Come over here and hug on me. Oh, man, it was just like, it was, it was such a beautiful feeling. Like, I swear, he just had me feeling giddy all the time. Like, all the time. All the time. Like, 
when I would go see him, we just sit there, we talk for mad long. And then like they introduced me to this term cupcaking. And like his homeboys would pull up. He'd be like, all you want to do is sit over here and cupcake with shorty. Da, da, da. And I used to just be loving it. Like, yup, yup. Mm-hmm. And he like played football. Um, so like he had like this little football, you know what I mean? Little physique. Wasn't too tall. Did his neck wasn't too wide, cause you know football players, they go and get that wide ass neck and it just be a little bit unattractive a little bit. Like he just he was on point. And I just thought he was just the finest thing in the world. And he just give me all the little attention that I liked. I was into it, right? So it was like finally a big blow up happened in my relationship and I was like, all right, fine. Boom. She's like, we done. I'm like, all right, bet. Cause it made no sense for us to be together anyway. I think we actually fought. And um, so we got into a fight and that was that, right? So I'm like, good. All right, cool. Now the problem was a lot of the times that when I would, when we would have our spouts, it's like, I don't have anything to do in between these times. So it's like, as soon as you'd be like, oh, all right, well, I'm ready to be back in a relationship. I'm like, okay, cool. No. Stop doing that shit, ladies. <laughs> when somebody break up with you, let them be broken up with you. Bye. Like, bye. Because I'm about, I'm about to tell you why. So she breaks up with me. And I'm like, all right, cool. So me and him start kicking it even more. Now, we like each other a lot. We like each other real hard. Okay? We was liking each other real, real hard. Okay? And did we have a kid? Yeah, I think we did kiss. Yeah, he had some soft lips. I remember that. All right. So anyways, we liked each other real, real hard, right? Then one day, Shorty just is like, oh, you know, I think we should try again and all this stuff. My dumb ass. My dumb ass was like, all right. So I tell him, like, yeah, I'm out to, you know, try to be in this relationship again. He's like, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think you should do that. And I'm like, I don't know. It is what it is. Get back with her. So he does the same shit, like, less than a week. Less than a week. And I tried to go back, like, you, hey, big head. He was like, nah, I'm good. Oh, oh my God, my heart, my heart. So I said all of that to say. Don't go back. <laughs> Don't go back. There's There will be a situation where it's like, you know, something better is out there and it's going to, your 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 boundaries are going to be, be respected. You're going to feel all the ways that you wanted to feel. You're going to get the feelings. Like, it's just, it's. it's out there. There's people out there that don't know that you are in a box. There's people out there that are willing to, that know you are in a box, but are willing to receive you coming out of the box. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, whatever, whatever they said about you, I don't believe that to be true about you. So come show me what's true about you. Be who you are so that I can see what's true about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a beautiful feeling. So don't get hung up on that. Um, and it's, it's, it's hard to appreciate that new thing. It is. But if you don't, that new thing, most of the time, that's the, that's the crazy part. When you're coming out of a bad situation or a situation where you don't feel like you were properly like fed, right? Spiritually, emotionally, et cetera, et cetera. When you're coming out of a situation like that, the person that you usually bump into next, they typically are like in a better emotional place than you. You know what I'm saying? They're usually in a a better place to receive and you're usually just the broken one. So it's like, damn, you got to fix you. Like, 
if I would have gotten into a relationship with him around that time, I don't think we would have gotten into a relationship. I think we would have just continued to kick it heavy and like each other real hard for a while. And that would have been cool. I would have been okay with that. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because like, it was a good feeling after having been treated so poorly for, you know, such a long time. It felt so good to just be able to be around somebody who genuinely just wanted you around. It wasn't like a, oh, you know, can I come over? It was like, I want to see you. And that's energy. Okay. That's motherfucking energy right there. So, and fellas, if you, if you still here with me, if you're listening, don't hit, don't hit no girl with that. If you want to shit, if you want us there, say that use your words. Okay. If you don't want us there, say that use your words. Because when you say, oh, if you want to, that means that you really don't care either way. And that may be true. That may be true, but come on now. So anyways, um, Ooh, and last thing I'm gonna touch on this. Um, for the shy episode, the preview for the next one, girl, boy, let me tell you. So Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, I keep doing that. And you know what? I'm not referring to, um, 45. I'm referring to, cause you know, I call Iman, Mr. Taylor for his wife, Tiana. And I was, whenever I think Mr. Taylor, I go to Tiana. And whenever I think Tiana, I think Trump, the porn star, that's where my brain goes, bro. She's flexible. As is my thoughts. Um, so yeah. So in the next episode, it looks like they have the discussion because, you know, when she gets home, when Tiff gets home that night, she's, she's still got on the hooker boots and he done flew back in. Cause that he was like, Oh, I got to go away for work. But he done flew back in. Like I changed my flight so that I could kind of be there for you. Cause I seen that you wasn't feeling being by yourself. I didn't want you to be alone on Valentine's day. So I changed my flight. Now I'm here. Right. Then he's like, where you coming from? She ain't had time to change out them stripper clothes. She still got them thought clothes under her, her under her hoodie. So he's like, well, where are you coming from? So I guess at that point she had to tell him what happened. And she, you know, said it. And it shows him saying, you stopped or he told you no. Mm. Mm. Sis, did you stop or, or, or he told you no? Go on, be honest. He told your ass no. He told you no. And now Mr. Taylor has to face the facts that she is just ain't shit right now. And I was cheering for you, Tiff. I really was. I didn't think you was wrong at the at the at the beginning, like when this all started. I didn't think you was all that wrong. But every episode you just keep getting more and more wrong. And it's it's disheartening. I'm sorry. All right, so from that we're gonna take uh people outgrow boxes. So if you see somebody trying to make a change, allow them that space. You know, um, let's see where we going. Number two, uh, can I have some story too? Can I have some story too? Can I have some story too? Give me one second. Let me take a little sip of this coffee. Okay. All right. So y'all remember, you might not because you probably are young or you probably didn't have a good hip hop, um, life growing up, but do y'all remember this song? Y'all remember that? Okay. So that was the clips. And that song is 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 definitely like how I feel today. All right. Um All right. Nothing is more annoying 
then when you're trying to tell a story or share a personal experience and everything you say is a me too, me also, or a one up, like, excuse me, or a one up. Like, I don't understand. I mean, I'm not going to say that I don't understand because I tend to do it too at times. I always have a relatable story or um, like a song quote to go with whatever it is. Now, when I offer my relatable story, it's usually to add some comic relief to the story that you're telling or just to like, you know, show you that I can understand where you're coming from or I've been, you know, in a similar situation or just so that we can have something to relate to each other. I'm not trying to one up you. You know what I'm saying? However, however, I do do a lot of things. So, and I'm, you know, I'm knowledgeable on different things. So it's like, there may be moments where I, you know, you say you do this. I'm like, oh yeah, I can do that. Or I I do that as well. But I'm not trying to one up you. It's more like, let's do it together. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, I'm out here trying to find a new friend group. Um, But recently for me I feel like it's it's like I'm more mindful of it now because I'm so annoyed by it when I see it happening to me like if somebody is saying something that they do right case in point we were at a family gathering and one of uh the family friends they were you know one of my family's friends they were like oh yeah you know we cook or you know I cater sometimes on the side and it was just like a random like family member out of nowhere was just like, yeah, well, me and such and such cater too. And it was just like, it's not about you. It's not about you. This moment wasn't about you. Like you, you felt the need to insert that and bring it back to you. I don't care that you catered too, because that didn't add to the conversation that we were having. Like you didn't say that for anything for any other purpose other than for us to know thank you for sharing that you you feel better now okay because at this point when i'm looking at it when people say things when people volunteer information into the conversation i'm i'm starting to ask what was the purpose did you want me to know that just to have it as information or was there more behind you saying that? You know what I'm saying? Why are you sharing that part with me? If I say, you know, hey, um, you know, I built houses in my downtime. Why are you telling me, yeah, I build mansions in mine? Really? Because I thought you were a baker. I thought you baked pies. Now you build mansions. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? It's like, can I have some story too? Can can I have just a little bit of story? Just a little bit. I mean, just a little bit. It's frustrating. And like I said, I'm not exempt from this because at times I do do it. But I am being way more mindful now because once you see it more in your face, you're like, God damn, is this is this how I am? Huh. 
Like, bro, give me some story. Like, like, how come every time I got to tell my story, your story is so much like my, like, yo, hey, 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 buddy, get out my book. Plagiarizing motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 it's very frustrating. It's so frustrating. Sometimes it's okay to just listen and not feel the need to make it known of all of the things that you are capable of. If I say, yeah, you know, my daughter said her name at nine months, which she did. If I say my daughter said her name at nine months, don't tell me like, oh, well, mine was changing oil at three. Bitch, what? Like, why are you telling me that? Why is that necessary to me? Why is that information necessary to me? First of all, again, purpose of telling me. What is the purpose of telling me that? Other than you just want to one up me. Because it's not like you're trying to tell me something that I can relate to because my daughter didn't change no goddamn oil at three months. So I can't relate to that. Basically, your whole agenda here was to one up me. Why do you feel the need to do that? Why are you that insecure? Or like, you know what I mean? Like you feel you feel some 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 way about that. Something about it, you feel, I guess, down, like, like, like less than. So you have to build yourself up more. And that's not okay. You don't have to do that. Trust me, whoever you are, you are great, period. You don't have to build yourself up to be, you know what I mean? It's not even necessarily building yourself up because you may be all of these things. But what is, how is that contributing to the conversation. That's like me saying like, you know, yeah. So, um, I I have a new job and the new job pays me 50 an hour and you come in and say, well, yeah, you know, I'm a millionaire. Bitch, are you sharing? Because if you're not, why are you telling me this? If you, if you're not going to give me some of that million then why do I give a damn about you being a millionaire? Hmm? Hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like sometimes you don't have to all, it's not always about you. You always got to leave a little story for someone else too. Can I have a little bit of story? Hmm. Cause now this is what I do now when I do two things. Uh, one of two things, if I'm telling a story and someone like inserts some random piece of information about themselves into my story, I just kind of, one, I either say, thank you for sharing that. And then I keep telling my story or, um, two, if I don't say thank you for sharing that two, I just keep telling my story. I act like I ain't even hear them because it's not relevant. Like that, that information that you just gave me, it wasn't relevant to me finishing my story or me finishing my thought. You just wanted to say that you just needed something to insert into the air. And so you did that. So now I'm going to keep going with my story because can I have a little bit of story too? Hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you for sharing that with me. And we keep it moving. You know, it's, it's, ugh. anyways. All right. So that was real quick on number two. I thought it would be a little bit longer and we're going to keep moving in. Do, 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 do. All right. So next there is two sides of understanding. And I want to talk about that. Um, a lot of times. 
we focus on being understood more than we focus on understanding. We folk, we we want people to understand where we're coming from, but we don't often give them that same courtesy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I get that, you know, I'm understanding to the fact that you had to do this, right? I'm, I'm, I'm understanding to the fact that you had to cancel plans because something came up. However, you also have to be understanding to the fact that I still needed to handle whatever was needed to be handled in those plans. So if we have plans to paint my house and something comes up and you can't paint my house, I can be understanding to that. Okay, cool. You know, um, I'm sorry something came up. Hopefully everything works out. I'm understanding to that. I'm not mad at you that you can't paint my house that you like you were supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe I am mad at you. Either way, I'm understanding that. For whatever reason, you are unable to do that for me, right? So I go get another painter. You can't be mad at me for getting another painter. You have to understand that I still need the job done. You know what I'm saying? So it's two sides of understanding. I understand that you can't do it for whatever reason, but you also have to understand that I still need it done. And I think that we get so... um so hung up on being understood that we forget to understand. You know what I'm saying? I see where you're coming from, but do you also see where I'm coming from? You know what I mean? Like, that's the biggest one. I get that you can't, but don't be mad because it still needs to be done. You know what I mean? Be understanding that it still has to be done. So if you're unable to do it, it still has to get taken care of. If you can't pick my kid up from school, I somebody still has to pick the kid up from school. The kid still has to be picked up from school. You get what I'm saying? So instead of just worrying about, okay, well, you're not seeing my side. Also understand that whatever it is that your side is, there's reactions and and other, you know, other sides to that. You have to actually like take that into consideration. Okay, I can't be there for whatever reason. I'm not going to be mad at you for having someone else there to do whatever it was that I can't. You know what I mean? I couldn't show up because I'm having a mental health day. That happens to me a lot. I'll be having a lot of mental health days. <laughs> but I'm 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 not going to scroll through Instagram and see all the people that could be there because they didn't have mental health days. I'm not going to see that and then be like, oh, wow, you bitches really out here still having fun without me. No. That's not cool. I have to be understanding. Fun don't stop just because I'm not there. I mean, let's be realistic. It actually does. Okay. It does. If I'm not there, it's not fun. Okay. If I'm there, fun. If I'm not there, not fun. Okay. If I'm there, woohoo. If I'm not there, you're fucking bored and you're scrolling through Instagram. Okay. Let's just make that fucking clear. But anyways, um, yeah, so I guess that's pretty short. I might have to go back in and get some of the uh some of the rant from the last episode that I recorded. <laughs> but anyways, all right, and then let's move into the last one so far. So the last one so far, no, the last one. Um I was having a conversation with my friend 
And I was telling them about something and I had made a statement of like, yeah, no, like, you know, they made an attempt, but they weren't trying. And my friend was like, hmm? I'm like, yeah, there's a difference between making an attempt and trying. And my friend was like, there is. I'm like, yeah, there's a difference. Well, help me understand it. No problem, guys. I'll help y'all understand it too. When you make an attempt, it's kind of like trying something once. You're not really into it. You're not really, you know, excited about it. Probably a little scared. Probably already have some type of negative feeling toward it. You know, probably feel like it's not going to work out in your favor. You know what I mean? It's just like a half-assed try. You know? All right. I'll make an attempt. And I'm be honest. Anytime I say I'm going to make an attempt, I'm, I really don't want to do it. <laughs> like whatever it is, I'll make an attempt to be there. That means that I really don't want to be there. You know what I mean? Now, if I say I'm going to try to be there, that means that I'm going to do my best to get there at, you know, whatever cost that I can. But if I'm making an attempt, nah, nah. Because if I'm making an attempt, say, say like you invite me somewhere. And I'm like, all right, I'll make an attempt to be there. I'm going to leave at an appropriate time to get there. Right? And I'm going to drive toward there. But if traffic or one little occurrence on the route hems me up, taking my ass back home, I made an attempt. It failed. It didn't work out. That was it for me. Holla at y'all niggas later. Right? However, if I'm trying to get somewhere, I get in the car at the appropriate time. I get, you know, I hit traffic. Traffic is an obstacle. I don't stop there, though. I get through the traffic. Hit another obstacle. I don't stop there, though. Get through that obstacle. Hit another obstacle. I don't stop there, though. Get through that obstacle, and then I get to the destination. I really was trying to be there. I didn't make an attempt. I was actively trying to be there. That ing means like you know, it's it's it's, it's present and ongoing. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm here and I'm trying to do something. It didn't work out, so I'm gonna keep going and keep making. I don't want to say making attempts, but keep trying. You know what I'm saying? So in relation to in relation to relationships, when someone is making an attempt, it's like you know half-assed. So hey. I want you to spend more time with me. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. I got you. I got you. I got you. They make an attempt. What is an attempt in this moment? An attempt is like, all right, hey, let's go. Let's go out to to Fridays and have some wings. And you're like, I don't, I don't eat wings. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's, that's my speed of date for the day. And they're like, oh, all right, cool. And then that's just that. They made an attempt. And when it didn't work out, that was the end of it. Now, trying says, hey, let's go to Fridays and have some wings. Well, you know what? I'm not really in the mood for wings. You know, it's not really my thing right now. Um, So no thank you. All right, well, how about we go play mini golf? That is is actively trying when the first obstacle didn't work 
or when you ran into the first obstacle, you didn't stop there. You came up with another suggestion. You know what I mean? You kept trying. Now, making making an attempt says, all right, well, you don't want wings. So I'll see you tomorrow then. Bitch, just because I don't want wings don't mean I don't want your time, dummy. (laughs) Making attempts versus trying. So ladies, definitely, and men too, and, and, and the, they, thems and all of that people, people who love and deal with and interact with other people, pay attention to if somebody is making an attempt versus if they are trying, if they are making an attempt, see through it, see through it. All right. Well, I'm into such and such. Oh yeah. Nah, nah, that's not cool with me. Bitch. That's it. That's, that's it. You done? That that was the there was a period, not a comma? Oh hell no, you you fucking up. You fucking up. No. Go with the person who's making um who's trying versus making the attempts. Now, when you're making the attempt, it's half hearted. Why do you want to deal with somebody who's giving you half hearted shit? Why do you want to interact with somebody who's giving you half hearted interactions? Like, bitch, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. Don't don't make an attempt with me, ho. Try. But don't try me, ho. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, when you're making an attempt, it's it's not a good look. I mean, it's a it's a good look, but it's not all. And this is the thing about people who make attempts. People who make attempts always feel like they should be rewarded for making an attempt. <laughs> and it's like, ayo, not for nothing. That was a cute attempt, but it's really other people out here that's like trying, trying. So like when you say, okay, well, let me take you to go get wings at Friday's. And I say no. And you like, all right, fine. Two sides to understanding. My argument was that I wanted your time, right? That was the problem. The solution that you had was to make an attempt to give me your time, which was to take me to get wings, right? That wasn't good enough. So I'm understanding to the fact that you made an attempt, right? But you have to be understanding to the fact that after you made that attempt and you didn't further, you didn't follow up, someone else said, okay, well, I can try. You get what I'm saying? It's two sides to be an understanding. If I'm saying that I want this from you and you give a half-assed attempt to give it to me, why do I want to receive something half-assed from you if I can go over here to where people are actually trying and receive the full-on energy that I deserve. So are you making an attempt? Are you trying? And then this is where we should (laughs) cue Money Long's another. What one nigga won't do, another nigga gon' do. I'm putting you on notice. Another nigga done bought me roses. You wasn't focused, now focus. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really what it is, though. And that, like I said, doesn't go just for women. It doesn't go for men. It goes for people who interact with people. Stop putting up with people who make attempts and get around people who, you know, try, actively try. Friendships, all of that. And friendships, listen, with love, with love, I have always been the one to reach out to everybody. Let me tell you, I've only spoken to two of my friends in like the last month, like having an actual conversation. Why? Because I'm tired of reaching out to everybody, right? I feel like I'm always inviting people 
Like, I don't do much, right? Like, but if I do do something, if I go somewhere, I'm going to this game night, I'm going here. I make the attempt. I reach out to people. Hey, what's up? You trying to come out? I'm doing this. And excuse me, I don't want to say I make the attempt, but I try, you know? And I'm at a point now where it's like, I'm always trying, but don't nobody really give me no tries. They don't even make attempts with me in regards to like my friendships. And I, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I'm offended. And if any of y'all hoes is listening, I'm offended. Because I'm always inviting y'all motherfuckers wherever I go. And yet I get online and I see y'all motherfuckers be out here in these streets and I don't get no invites. You know what I'm saying? I check my phone. I don't. Niggas don't hit me up. Anytime that we speak, it be me speaking. So guess what? We don't need to speak. That's where I'm at with it right now. You know? But I was trying. And now I'm done trying. So now I'm going to go and find tr- find my tribe who, you know what I mean? They're okay with giving me that reciprocating energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, we're going to try to. Let's go ahead and go. Let's do this. Let's do that. When you call and invite us out, when we have something, we're going to call and invite you out. You know what I'm saying? But... You know, be around people who you feel are trying versus making attempts because making attempts means that they half-ass in you and you don't deserve to be half-assed. I don't, I might not know you personally, but I know that if you listen to me, you good enough of a person, you got some kind of sense in your brain and you too good to be half-assed. You deserve better, boo. Don't let them make an attempt on you. You deserve tries. Accurate, adequate, effective tries. Fuck these motherfuckers. All right. And then I feel like there was one more thing that I had wanted to talk about that I just threw up here. But I didn't write it down. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, we at oh, 54 minutes. That ain't bad. Um, again, y'all, I'm sorry. If this podcast didn't feel you how I wanted it to feel you, my bad. Take what you can get. We gonna we got to get back into the swing of things, and I'm I just really need to get something to y'all because I felt bad. You know, I was I'm really trying to work on consistency. So hopefully, you know, things will go better. And uh, the hell, what else? All right. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me across all boards. Shonda Nicole one. Um, not on you. You don't need to find me on TikTok. They done told me that I got an account warning again. So. I ain't going back there. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Sean and Nicole one. Uh, yeah. Tell your friends to come fuck with me and all of that. All right. I'm getting tired now. So y'all be safe. Stay out of trouble. I don't know what else I usually say before I get out of here. So fuck it. Bye.